Hi, and welcome back to Weekly Dev Tips. I'm your host, Steve Smith, aka Ardalis. This is episode 37, in which I'll talk a bit about how I debug problems I find in my code. If you're enjoying these tips, please leave a comment or rating in your podcast app, tell a friend about the podcast, or follow us on Twitter at Weekly Dev Tips and retweet our episode announcements. All these things help increase the reach of this podcast so more people can find them and benefit from these tips. This week's tip is by request via Twitter from Bernard Fitzgerald, who wrote, How about an episode devoted to effective debugging? I think that would be interesting to hear your methodology of tracking down a bug. Well, Bernard, this bug's for you. Sorry, lame beer commercial joke. All right, on that note, here's a commercial. If you're not advancing as quickly in your career as you'd like, you may find value in joining a semi-formal career and technical coaching program like devbetter.com. I launched DevBetter a few months ago, and so far we have a small group of motivated developers meeting every week or two. I answer questions, review code, suggest areas in which to improve, maybe do mock interviews, occasionally assign homework. If you're interested, learn more at devbetter.com. All right, let's talk a bit about debugging. Let me start off with a couple of personal observations. First, I think debuggers are amazing. Having the ability to magically stop in the middle of your application and just freeze time anywhere you want and see exactly what the state of everything is there is like a superpower. It far outstrips using console output and checking a log file or a terminal window for logged output like got here and got here too. Those were dark days. And second, despite how amazing they are, I almost never use the debugger. One tip I give all the time to students in my workshops is that they learn to use Control F5 instead of F5 to launch their applications from Visual Studio because it's so much faster. In my experience, 90% or more of the time, you're not actually debugging when you launch your application. And in a recent experiment I ran, it took about a second to launch an ASP.NET Core app without the debugger and over 10 seconds to do so with it, running on my somewhat older MacBook Pro laptop. Those seconds add up, especially when you remember that after a few seconds, you're likely to get distracted and go look at your phone or open a browser and start checking email or Twitter or something. Not using the debugger helps you keep in the zone and productive. So why not use the debugger to, like, actually debug problems? Well, I do sometimes, but more often I'll write tests. If it's my own application, I probably already have a bunch of tests because that's how I roll. If there's some weird behavior going on and no existing test is catching it, that's definitely telling me that I need more tests. So I'll try to write a new one that fails because of the bug that I'm looking for. Going through this exercise forces me to analyze what the program is doing, what classes are collaborating and how, and in general to have a better understanding of what's going on. Now sometimes things are hard to test. If I can't easily write a test to isolate the issue I'm having, then I'll use the debugger. I might even debug from a test since that's often an easy way to jump right to a particular place in my code that I know is being called with known inputs. So maybe I can't automate the entire thing to where a test can tell me the answer, but I can use a test to just get me an entry point into a seam in the system. And from there I can start stepping in, as opposed to having to launch the whole program from the start. From there I'll look at the values of all the relevant variables and arguments, and usually that will identify where something isn't set the way I'd thought or assumed that it was. Another approach I take is to use some kind of diagnostic tool within the app framework I'm using to provide me with as much data as possible about how the system is working. That might be a tool like Elma for older ASP.NET apps, or an MVC route debugger middleware that shows me every route and how it's configured. I have some middleware for ASP.NET Core on GitHub 
that will format and render all of the services the application has registered. And sometimes that can be very valuable when you're trying to figure out why the system isn't behaving the way you expect based on the services that you've registered for it to use. Things like these can often provide additional context and information that can eventually help find the source of the problem. Tests aren't the only thing that helps avoid the need for a debugger. Using custom exceptions, like I described in episode 7, helps make it obvious what went wrong so that you don't need to debug in order to figure out what that null reference exception means. Writing short, simple methods with low complexity, perhaps with the help of guard clauses that I described in episode 4, can be helpful too. I actually revisited both of these topics in the previous episode as well. When your code is kept simple and small, problems are generally easily detected. If you're writing thousand line long methods that require multiple levels of nested regions in them just to be comprehensible, I can see how you might need the debugger to sort out what the heck is going on when something doesn't work. What are some other things I'm doing while troubleshooting? I'm not wasting hours focused on finding the problem mano a mano. I'm harnessing the power of billions of people on the internet to help me. I can record another entire episode just on how to minimize how much time you waste blocked by some problem. And I've written an article on my ardalis.com site called Working Through Roadblocks, a guide for new programmers. And this covers it as well. I'm pretty much out of time for this tip, so I'm going to wrap it up here. That's going to be it for this week. If you want to hear more from me, go to ourdallas.com tips to sign up for a free tip in your inbox every Wednesday. I'm also streaming about programming topics on twitch.tv slash now and trying to go live every Friday from 12 to 2 Eastern. Thank you for subscribing to Weekly Dev Tips, and we'll see you next week with another great developer tip.